Education is evolving in some really big ways right now. And since we are teaching during the middle of a global pandemic, we right now have to rethink education, but especially for our older students. And I think if you are a middle school or a high school teacher, that this special episode is really going to resonate. Now, yo, elementary teachers, don't turn this off because I think you will find some insane value as well. But to be honest, if we teach older students, we do get stuck in thinking outside of the box sometimes. So that is actually why I brought on my friend Ashley Bible, who is sticky sweet. Her Southern hospitality bleeds out of this episode. And I know she's going to bring some very cool value to you. We recorded this actually pre-COVID, but as I was re-listening to it the other day, I thought that needs to be re-released right now. Now, if you are new to the This Teacher Life podcast and you haven't yet left a review, in the next few months, I've set a goal for the This Teacher Life podcast to get 50 more reviews. So if you like this episode, at the end, promise me that you'll go in and write a quick review to help me reach this goal that is going to help fellow Teacher Life listeners just like you. But for right now, let's dive into rethinking education so we can continue to crush it as teachers, even during COVID. Only in our world is this normal. It's me, Monica Genta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. Get ready for this one because I am with Ashley Bible, who is a high school lit teacher from the South. And before before we started recording, I was just basically pouring my heart out about how much I love the South and like your accent is just incredible. It's like the most endearing thing ever. Do you hear that a lot? Like that that your accent is just amazing? I do, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just, I could just eat it up. Well, super excited because uh, we're talking about engaging and motivating older students. And you and I are totally on the same page on this. And you've got two really innovative tips. So why don't you go ahead and start the first one um, that is kind of this concept of raffles. Okay, so even though I teach high schoolers, I love following elementary school teachers because they give me so many great ideas that I can adapt. Yeah. And a lot of elementary teachers do book raffles, and it's just where they put new books out and they do this raffle to see who gets to read that book first to check it out. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I can do that too. So I did it with my high schoolers and it was awesome. You know, of course we had the high school level books. I put them on my um, whiteboard Mm -hmm. and I put little cups under each one. 
and um, I did a little book talk and then they went through and put a slip of paper in with their name if they wanted to check one out. And then I made this big deal about I was going to draw names and all this. And I did. And they got excited and mm -hmm. they just were like, I got to read this book first, which is what you want. You know, if it were just on my shelf, um, they might have never picked it up. Right. Well, I love that. Well, yeah, and I think it's interesting because in so many ways, it's almost this like competition, like, oh, I won that book, which is really motivating. But I think the fact that you as the teacher are just highlighting these books and giving the book talk, because I think sometimes kids don't know what they want to read because like they just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And so you have to give them that opportunity to say like, well, let me tell you a little bit about it. And it's like, oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. On our first day of school, I did it and I just had popular new books out. Yeah. And, um, they didn't know me well then. So mm -hmm. I just, you know, told them about the books and how they might like them. But then once they got to know me, um, at Halloween, I put out all of my favorite spooky books. Uh -huh. I really talked them up and I, you know, was telling them they were my favorites and all this. And so many of my students like put their name into every one. Uh -huh. I didn't care which one they won. They just wanted one that was my favorite because yeah. I was so passionate about it. So it's a great strategy. Yeah. I love that too, because just making that personal connection, like you're sharing what you love and, and that translates and uh, what a great problem to have. Like, I don't have a favorite because they all sound so amazing. Like every <laughs> teacher wants to have that problem in their classroom. Yeah. And a lot of these were nonfiction too. So my students were reading nonfiction. Just yeah. Yeah. Good for them. That's fantastic. Okay, very cool. And then the other tip is creating this like childlike atmosphere in your classroom. Tell us a little bit more about that. So I try to preach all the time that just because you teach older students, it doesn't have to be dry and just, you mm -hmm. know, study, 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 study without any projects or engagement. Mm -hmm. And I love trying to bring in anything that they used to do in their childhood, you know, back when learning was fun for them. Yeah. <laughs> I try to bring that into the secondary classroom so that they can see that wonder again when they were a younger child. So for example, I do um, a lot of STEM projects and we do these with um, whatever novel we're reading. Mm -hmm. So I, my very favorite one is the tiny house project that I do. You can get on a floor planner. It's a free website where you can um, design your own house. Okay. So students can use it too. And they design a floor plan and a tiny house for the character, one of the characters in our book. I love that. They, and they do too, they could spend hours working with that computer. It's technology, you know, mm -hmm. I think critically about the book. They have to use evidence in their design because mm -hmm. you can tap on, you know, why you, you're, you're supposed to type measurements, but they, they type their evidence in there mm -hmm. and explain their design choices. And it's just so engaging. They love it. We have these presentations where they get to show off their houses and it's cool. They're building a little house and... Um, doing this project, but they're still learning. Yeah. And it's, it's at their level. 
I am up like I'm obsessing with that project idea. I think that's so cool, especially because like that tiny house phenomenon is so popular right now. There's like so many great HGTV shows about this that like, especially the older kids are watching that. And so to make that come to life and have it based off of like lit and book characters is just genius. Cool. I love that. Yeah, awesome. that's favorites um some other things i do i do a lot of doodle notes or coloring notes so okay. they're not just straight taking the notes they can if they learn best that way mm -hmm. but um for the artistic students they can draw and color when we do note taking i give them some strategies for that mm -hmm. um, we do a lot of color connotation and they get a color when they do that so when we're talking about characters like for example you can read the great gatsby all based on color connotations because huh. so many colors are associated with the different characters in that book. Yeah. And so they get to use color, you know, but they're doing this really high level thinking. Nice. How to do stuff like that color coding and color connotations. I love that. I've honestly, like, I've never, I've never made that connection in education before. So like, that is a really interesting concept that like, I definitely want to explore more. Cool. And your kids are just eating this up the whole time, whether, whether they're doing doodling notes or they're working on the computer for their tiny house, or they're getting pumped about raffles. Like, even though they're high school kids, they are still having this like childlike excitement for education. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's my goal. It's not like, I don't want to seem like it's like that every day, but sure. that is my goal. So I try to bring in this fun stuff at any chance I can. Why not? You know, if you're still hitting the standards and they're learning it even better than they might have with something else. Yeah. That's my goal. That's, yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. I just want to take a second to talk about that raffle. I don't care if you are six or 56. I mean, how fun is it to win a raffle? I don't care if you win a sticker or a freaking Tesla. Like there is an excitement in winning something. Probably more excitement if you win a new car, but like still the point is that even if we're teaching older students, whether they are 16 or six years old, a pencil top eraser is fantastic. A piece of old man candy is fantastic. I think that kids are kids, and I think that learners are learners. And so whether we are teacher learners or student learners, I think we have to continue to rethink education to make it an amazing experience for every single person, students, and us. I hope that this two quick tips episode was like a nugget of awesome in your week. There are tons of quick tip episodes in the podcast archives, so feel free to go and binge listen to them. Now, she talks quite a bit about books in this episode because she is an English teacher, but keep in mind that books are not just for English teachers. Books are for all of us. In fact, I've written some books that are amazing for teachers. And particularly, there's one right now that I think we totally need more than ever. And it is about building ridiculously strong relationships with students. It's called The Rooted Classroom, and it's full of 20 
innovative, engaging, outside-of-the-box social and emotional learning strategies that are perfect for elementary, middle-level, and high school teachers so we can equip our kids with not just content, but the communication, the compassion, and the camaraderie skills to be amazing adults. You can check out that book and my other books at monicagenta.com books. I would love for you to dive in and just learn a little something. Maybe I'll give one away in a raffle coming up. That sounds fun. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. But most importantly, thank you for living this teacher life.